Hello and welcome to Habemus Papam, episode 127, Stephen VIII. Dear brothers and sisters, Annuncio Vobis. Annuncio Vobis. Annuncio Vobis Gaudium Magnum. Gaudium Magnum. Gaudium Magnum. Habemus Papam. Hey everyone, if you remember from last episode and the episode before, Albrecht II was the dictator of Rome and Duke of Spoleto, and he was most likely directly involved in picking the popes now that his mother, Marozia, was imprisoned. He picked on July of 939, at the death of Leo VII, another good and holy and devout man, Stephen VIII, who was the cardinal priest of San Silvestro y Martino. Stephen continued the papal support of the reforming movement of Cluny, which, despite his ruthless dictatorial rule, was also supported by Alberic. Now, unfortunately, most of his papacy was really limited by Alberic, who exercised complete control over Rome and most aspects of the papacy, especially when it verged on the political. We do have one major event to talk about with his papacy, however, and that is a revolution in France. The Carolingian king, Louis IV, was weak. Most of the power in his kingdom rested with powerful nobles. And with the support of Otto I, the king of the Germans, they decided to try and overthrow their king. Louis IV was supported by Stephen VIII, who saw that he was the rightful king of France and that these nobles were breaking their feudal oaths to their sovereign lord. And it helped Louis' cause that he was a Carolingian, that he was a descendant of Charlemagne. There's been this tight, close relationship between the Carolingians and between the papacy. Charlemagne was such a big help for the papacy, and so were so many of his descendants. And so there's this built-in bias towards the Carolingians with the papacy at this time. So Stephen sends a messenger to France to try and help them and get them to stop their rebellion. And the first time it didn't succeed, but the second time things started to change. The Pope threatened excommunication of the nobles if they didn't cease their rebellion, and that actually did the trick. By the end of 942, everyone was on the same page. Now I bring this up for one main reason and one secondary reason. The main reason is the Pope was still doing something, just not that much, in the outside secular world. But the secondary reason is to introduce a new character, which is the Otto I, the king of the Germans who I mentioned. And he and his successors are going to play a big role in our story going forward. But the Stephen VIII unfortunately won't. In October of 942, just as things were wrapping up in France, Stephen died suddenly. He was succeeded by Pope Marinus II, but we will wait for his story for next week. Thanks for listening to Habemus Papam. You can check out the rest of the Catholic Bites podcast at catholicbitespodcast.com or find us on iTunes. Thank you and God bless you.